Pop it off. Five, four, three, two, one. Yo, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Steal the Show Podcast. You know what I'm saying? This be your boys, Johnny and JMO713. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, we just came here on a lovely morning. You know what I'm saying? Gotta do what we gotta do. Um, so, yeah, let's just get up into it, man. So, JMO, let the people know what we're talking about today, man. We're going to start it off for sure talking about this NBA young boy trial that went on this week where he fought a gun a gun case, fell in the possession of a firearm in California federal court. Yeah, I was reading up just a little bit on that and stuff like that, man. Um, dude, young boy got a lot of shit that he got to fight. This is like pretty much one of the mini battles that he just won, but he has like maybe one big battle that's coming up. Um, but I got to ask this question. Um the case that he just beat in California, right? It stems from something that happened in Louisiana, right? Well, because it was a warrant that he was kind of like running yeah, from. And then he, he had a warrant. He, I'm not gonna say on the run. They didn't have the warrant out for him. He had a case in Louisiana for gun charge. The case got dropped in Louisiana. The feds picked it up. Once the feds picked it up, they went to execute the weapon. I got to get a whole story. They went to his phone company and got his phone information to ping his phone to go pick him up. And they found that he was at a certain house. They surveilled the house. And eventually he came out pulling out in his Maybach. He driving down the street. They attempt to pull him over and stop him. He speed off in the Maybach. Hop out the Maybach. Take off running. K-9 ensues. Get him. They search the Maybach. And find a FN forty five pistol. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So that's what made it federal because it's pending from a federal case that he's. And it was actually federal agents that found the gun because yeah. it was the U.S. Marshals and FBI agents that were executing the warrant. That's some crazy shit, man. Cause the prosecutors, though, they fucking mad that he born this. <laughs> it's yeah. funny, but it's like it's like based on the evidence that they had to be like. Dude, like this month, okay, man. Young boy must got some good lawyers, my man, because like they couldn't tie the gun to him in possession. That's what they were trying to get him on possession of that gun, but they had nothing to tie him to the gun. And then he was like, I didn't know it was in the vehicle. See, what I'm gonna tell you, one of the the things the feds did was the first thing they did was it was called constructive possession of a firearm, which meaning. He knew the firearm was in the vehicle and not he they not saying he ever touched it or anything, but they saying he for sure knew that firearm was in the building. It was in the vehicle, which made it to where the state had to prove without a shadow of a doubt he knew that firearm was in that car. Mm-hmm. But the crazy part about it is the car was searched by three different agents, right? Mm-hmm. It didn't it wasn't until the third agent that the gun was found. So he said the gun was just in plain sight if it's in plain sight why the first two the agents didn't find a weapon so that made them look bad in court already mm-hmm. and for you to mean have found it being a third person meaning somebody it, obviously he he could have not known it was in there if you had to search that damn hard to find the weapon and you want to know what's really special about this gun the, 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 the special shit about the gun is how they actually have a photo of young boy with the jeweler who gave him jewelry because they found jewelry and money with it right which made me think about like this what the fuck because they proved in the photo that that gun the same gun that they that they that they found was an airsoft pistol wasn't even a real gun 
So like pretty much in court What they was asking is like Did he know that he had in possession And shit like that And um Something else And uh, was he attending to like buy it Which he didn't Somehow it, Somehow it all tied him to where it's like He didn't have possession That was not his gun Well the airsoft his lawyer just pulled up another gun that was the same type of look mount on everything yeah. and show him that they do have guns that are fake that look like this once they tried to show him with pictures in pictures with that same looking gun so they were just trying to say that this could be an airsoft gun how do you know for sure that's a real gun but more than likely it was a real gun young boy not riding around with no airsoft guns yeah but he was but, smart not to touch that shit even if he did because yeah. like that that saved him right there and if he touched it he just you know wipe it off you wipe it off you don't like have to grab the gun and put it in your vehicle because like, if that's the point what's the point in hiding the shit you, mm-hmm. I mean, you might as well have it especially on you especially if they, you got federal agents on you dog and you dash off like 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 it can be like it can be like he was cleverly high he covered he cleverly covered his tracks or or damn they could sound like somebody's trying to set your ass up <laughs> well they was better uh, that's how i'm looking in two ways like that they were trying to what it is is the police like to lie about how they got shit obviously and that's basically what it was in federal court it's hard for the police to lie like state court let anything go they be like the police said it happened then nigga like federal court is like the law them motherfuckers go by the law they don't give a fuck about all that extra shit and these were federal agents these were federal agents and this was a federal judge that was ruling presiding over the case and he threw the lyrics out they were trying to use lyrics where he mentioned the type of weapon that was found trying to say see he know about this gun what does that have to prove that he had this weapon in his car knowingly does lyrics from fucking three years ago prove that he knew that gun was in his car that yeah day he wasn't even that, that far off how long so these lyrics were like, these lyrics nah, were so fresh it was like no no, nah, we, can't, <laughs> we, no. We, we can't we can't use those yeah so they threw that out and I, which and then the fingerprint analyst came up and said she tested the magazine and the cartridges for uh handprints it was five different handprints two females three males she can't didn't see young boys on there then they couldn't test the weapon because the weapon always have some type of and some type of coating on the weapon that makes it hard for fingerprint people to fingerprint the weapon yeah and that was like once that was thrown out there to the court that was kind of like okay so what the fuck tell us like how can you prove he had this weapon so the jury went in deliberated for five hours came out with a not guilty verdict now he has this gun charge in louisiana, louisiana that's out. federal it's yeah. not the louis state of louisiana it's a federal gun charge in louisiana for the for so, the video shit, right? The video shoot. He was shooting a video shooting New Orleans in front of his grandfather's home that he bought for his grandfather. And the neighbors or someone said, I see all these young niggas out here with all these guns. So the police get a warrant to go out and like, you know, hey, DA, we got some young niggas out here with guns. Can we go searching for guns? They say, yeah, go searching for guns. You say they got guns on them. Them bitches out and about. You going to find out who got the guns. Go find out, nigga. Word. So the police go over there, do some New Orleans police ass shit. They go over there and do some extra shit instead of just saying, hey, we see we don't see you with a gun. We just see a lot of guns. Y'all say they y'all. We're going to take y'all and leave everybody else alone. Nope. They want him. We know for sure you had a gun. He, I ain't had no gun. Everybody, do you have a gun? Nobody. No, he ain't had no gun. We ain't seen no one. ain't seen no shit. Oh, no, no. Oh, you the cameraman? You've been the one recording everything. Let me see that camera. No, you ain't getting my camera. They take the camera from him. 
go on the camera, see young boy holding guns and shit in a music video, right? So they go, oh, we got you, bitch. Lock him up. Take him to jail. State of Louisiana. Oh, they know, oh and, and prior to this, they know they know who Young Boy is. Yes, not, sure. not even not even not even before the fame, but they know who he is. Yeah, he already got yeah. a lot of shit going on. That nigga. Woo. So I just read all this shit. I'm like, God damn, he I go know to he jail. Was, girl, I'm sorry. He get out because the uh, state of Louisiana just drops the case. They like, nigga, we can't do nothing with this shit. Feds pick it up for what reason? I don't know. But one thing I just said earlier is the federal courts go by the law. So this chick or male looked at the evidence and said, I see you got this shit, this evidence that you're charging them with. Your, your main evidence is from a camera. You want you missing the warrant to go in that camera. Mm, yeah. She like, yeah, you got the warrant to go look at them. You say they got the guns. They out there holding them shits. Take the niggas that's holding the guns to jail. Leave everybody else alone like the law goes. Prove what you can prove. Leave everything else alone. Nope. I decided to do a little extra. So what she say is, you can't use any evidence that you didn't have a warrant for. It's like poison from a from a tree, you know, from a fruit tree. So he can't use it. So now they stuck with how the fuck can we prove he held a gun? Exactly. They can fingerprint the weapon for sure and say he has his fingerprints on the weapon. It's impossible to have even touched the weapon if and not have your and your fingerprints be on a weapon you not ever touched it before. So that's one way. If they have his fingerprints, then they could probably convict him. But they still have to convict, convince a juror of 12 people that this for sure means that he held this gun at this. They won't ever be able to bring up anything from a camera, anything from for, none of that. That's already been excluded from the case. So they just going to have to prove he had a gun without nobody saying he had it. It's like a million people out there. You know the lawyer going to call all the people he can that's willing to come to court. How all he got 18 people say he didn't have a gun. The one pe person that comes up here that wasn't at the video shoot can say he had the gun out of all these people. Yeah, the one person that wasn't even at we the video shoot. We already had one person that played guilty in this case who said, Yeah, I had that. How can you charge one weapon, one person with two weapons? You know what I'm saying? So it's coming down to a point of I'm starting to think the they he the fucking feds might even throw this shit out. Because if they throw the case out, it's not a loss. They go to trial and lose because they did some more dumb shit, then that's really looking real bad on them. Honestly, because you know, feds don't like to lose, just like you were saying earlier about the prosecutors, man. They mad. They don't like that shit, man. And then they, yeah, for real. They mad, but he didn't like that. And a young boy had the courthouse lit. He had all his fans. He didn't. All of his fans were outside his, the courthouse every day. But he did walk through the back door he didn't have to walk through. Uh -huh. He walked through the door where everybody at. He greeted his fans every day, took pictures with them, hugged them, took off running to him to his bulletproof uh, SUV, waited for court the next day. His last day, he had him a uh, family get together out in Beverly Hills because now you got to go back to Utah, back on house arrest to fight this Louisiana charge. You know? But he got a little extra, you know, a little time to go spread his wings in LA with his family and enjoy. A not guilty verdict because had that verdict came back guilty he would have been immediately handcuffed put in jail and been waiting for sentencing oh yeah and they he, he's looking at to, 10 years up to 10 years but they probably would have gave him you know five to seven years which is gonna go on top of whatever he may get in louisiana it can't stack and run together they have to go on top because uh federal gun cases run consecutive and not concurrent mm -hmm. so that's out of the way now he just worried about louisiana and worst case scenario five to seven is still in the air on him he can still get that time in federal prison 
but it's not gonna be stacked like it could have been. So W for young boy, you know, he get another chance. I hope that what I'm seeing out of him is true. It's looking like he's more humbled and he's more graceful to the situation. He don't look too bothered by what's going on. Like, I ain't gonna say bothered, but he don't seem like defeated by it. He seemed like very strong. He got his head up. People ask him how he feel. He's like, I feel confident. You know what I'm saying? He don't seem like he's just too down. So I'm just hoping this helping him mature because he's only 22. So a lot of the shit that we seen from young boy, we see from a lot of young niggas. Period. God, that nigga bad. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, like, he worse than his, a lot of kids. Like, but, based on his record, like... Yeah, whatever on that. Um, so based on his record, though, it's like, damn, nigga, you a bad, you was a bad little motherfucker. But it's like I always said, I always said, and I always thought that whenever we talk, young boy, it's like, dude, do you wanna? Let me take a break for a second. Back on, man, we back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to just move on from the topic. I was gonna do my ending, but sing you a young boy song. I ain't got a song though. Uh, you know, man. I got you. young boy too, 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 too hyper high energy for me. Anyways, at times when I listen to young dog, I gotta be in the gym. I'm gonna listen to young boy when I work out. I'm gonna send you a playlist, a young boy playlist to work out to. Yeah, make sure it's um, make sure I can link it up to Spotify for sure, for real, for real. I'm not even playing oh, with that. Oh, you know what I heard? I heard that there's a way I could send my playlist to you yeah, through you can. Spotify. You can, you can share it, and you gotta um. I think you gotta like message it to me or that's a, that's a way you can message it to me. I think you can even send it to me through like, you know, hit me on my DM on, on, on Instagram or something. Yeah, but young boys, he, he got some good music, but that was a good topic, man. But let me ask you something, man. I just wanna ask you a quick question. Why is it the NBA players get bashed for one trades? If they do it the right way. I understand Ben Simmons and James Harden getting criticism. But if a player just like, fuck it, get me the fuck out of here. Y'all wasting my life. I only got so many years left. Fuck it, get me the fuck out of here. Why do they get bad so hard? But when a player is like comfortable living in the city, they got their kids in schools, they got their wives living their business and doing their shit. Motherfucking life just set up perfectly. And these bitches just say, nope, you got four years left on your contract. You just signed. We know that shit. You know, we know you just... Told baby girl she's safe for another four years at her school. She can chill, you know, get closer to her friends. But you got to get the fuck up out of here because we want to do something better for our franchise. So what's so wrong with a person doing better for their life? But it's so cool for a franchise to do better for themselves when honestly the franchise has been here for fucking 75 years and going to be here another goddamn 75 years. These players only have probably like 15 good years of doing this shit and 10 good years at that. So... Answer me why is KD so bashed, but the Jazz can trade away Rudy after with all this money on his contract and everything is cool. <clears throat> Cause I think media wise, you'll just flash more on Kevin Durant than you would with Rudy Gobert. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I don't know. It all depends on like if the player Kevin Durant wants to stay in Brooklyn, right? No. No. He wants to go. Brooklyn wants him to stay, right? Yes. Are they pulling? Or are they? Are they not? Are they not even giving? Does he have a trade clause? I believe he doesn't. But I believe even Kevin Durant, being the smart guy he is in basketball, he look around and know ain't nowhere for him to go, unless he want to go play play in Sacramento. He just don't give a fuck that much. He like nigga, Kings, Shaq. I know you're a part owner. Tell him to call. We 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 on the way. But don't I mean unless like, he want to go to Oklahoma City back to OKC, like. Ain't no real place for him to go if he want to win a chip. He should stay there and try to... I ain't going to say he should because who am I? 
he probably would rather stay there looking at the landscape with Ben Simmons, Kyrie, and whatever else they got over there to help them win a chip. Now, don't they just need to keep Kyrie in order to keep KD? I don't know if it's that simple anymore because the ownership look like they trying to send a message, quote unquote, that they run shit when honestly, hey... You might run shit when you ain't got nobody. But when you got somebody, they run shit. I ain't exactly. gonna lie to you. Exactly. Like, you, got, you got, yeah, you got, it's a two to top, you got two top prominent players. It's a price to pay when you got a superstar. For one, you can't talk money with me because I'm making you more money than you making me. Mm. So don't even talk money with me. If I leave this bitch right now, nigga, we can count the empty seats on God. Mm. We can count the merchandise sold on God. So we ain't talking money. Don't When niggas talking about they paid you this money and gave you security, don't you know I was secure before this nigga paid me? Don't mm. you know I'm scratching his back and he's scratching mine? So don't even come to me like that. He know with me out here and KD and Kyrie out here. We bring him not just money, more money because people in the stands. We're going to make the playoffs and go to one or two rounds. <clears throat> so I feel like it's always some shit that niggas and they say KD like to run. He, he, LeBron finished every contract he ever been in. Who gives a shit? You know what I'm saying? For one, this is KD's first time deciding like this shit ain't it. I just signed in for this shit for more, four more years. But looking around, when shit changed, my opinions changed. And it's okay, because he a human. But they try to put him in a box that he nobody else get put in. And I feel like that's stupid. And you might call me a KD apologist, because I fuck with KD tough. And I feel like the media like to attach to niggas who don't bite, and that bull, that bite the apple and want to eat from the same tree as everybody. And think like they think and just give them the interviews they want and the access they feel. And I feel like fuck them if that's how you feel because obviously you said fuck them for a reason. People don't not just born with fuck you in their system. So, it's, <clears throat> but it's kind of funny how how you just made the notion that some people say that KD runs, and it's kind of I guess Shannon I know, but I, I see how okay yeah Shannon, Shannon Sharp said that. Mm-hmm. I think I probably I think I did see like a little snippet off of, off of in, uh, uninterrupted. Um, that's the, that's that's the show, right? He actually said undisputed, song. undisputed. He said he's a runner, he's a track star. He yeah, yeah. That way when it gets hard, like but, 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 but but I think the thing why he's saying that is because KD had opportunities to build. OKC was 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 good. Like that was that was like you could you could have got a chip over there. Oh. I feel like James Harden could have stayed there. Okay, too. I'm gonna stop real quick. No, no, I'm no. gonna let you go to the second one. So everybody agreed not to play with Westbrook. He's just the first one, but not okay. Go ahead. <laughs> that remind me of a show called. We you already know about the show Game of Zones, where <clears throat> that was a mad that that was a um, it was a it was a um, it was a one on one, um James Harden versus um, Russell Westbrook, and it was funny because the character James Harden made a made a notion that oh you wanted everything did you got you you got you you got you got um your team you're the leader of OKC where has it gotten you nothing <laughs> and I'm telling you like so you know so anyways I'm just saying like KD had an opportunity to like actually build an OKC no he didn't cuz at Westbrook bro everybody agreed at this point it's just KD seen that shit years ago LeBron played with Westbrook is he can't win because of Westbrook. James Harden can't win because of Westbrook. Now Bradley Bill them did better with Westbrook. I can't lie. And OKC was better with Westbrook. But we seen the hindrance. And so, the same shit that was stopping them niggas from winning back then is the same shit that stopped the Lakers from winning last year. Tell me I'm wrong. 
No, you're not wrong because what he did was like he didn't stay in OKC. He went straight to the team that beat them in like uh, was that like a wasn't that the the, the conference? Yeah, the, the and I can say he went, he, went, he, he went to he went to Golden State. He got his rings. He got two rings with with Golden State, right? Or yeah, one. yeah, he got two. Okay, so after that, so now he's in Brooklyn, and now this is like a chance for people to see him. You know Actually establish Something like concrete Like yeah I did this Like I built this house <clears throat> And now I think the notion of He runs away When things get hard Is like that That's what they're Kind okay, of Okay answer me this on. If you want to build Your own shit But you really don't Own the house You just like You know You you, you pretty much Rent the house You just trying to Pretty much Cause that's basically What Katie does Say what you want to say He renting the goddamn house Cause he not gonna be there Forever Mm-hmm. So there are real owners of the house who's deciding, I like it this way, you like it that way, but I own the house. So how are you getting mad at him for deciding this isn't a place I can build a house because the owners won't let me paint the walls. They won't let me make a studio upstairs. They telling me no, we don't want that equipment up here. It might and that's fire believe, hazard. And that's what you believe that the Brooklyn Nets are doing. I know that's what's yeah, going they, they're, on. They're controlling him like that. If you look at context clues, that's exactly what's going on. He didn't ask for a trade until they decided to play games with Kyrie. Hmm. Playing games with Kyrie is something you know NBA other team would have done. They would have just ate the fucking bullet like they did when KD came with the fucking Achilles broken. That's what teams do. They know this shit, but they trying to play a game that they ain't never been played. So he's like, I can't do this shit over here. I'm looking at you niggas say, I'm going to do it my way. You're going to make me look into like uh, the Brooklyn Nets GM, man. I'm very he, curious about this And guy. he was always a stand-up guy until this situation became what it became. And he could still be a stand-up guy. KD could be wrong for thinking the way he thinks. I'm, I'm not going to say he wrong. Both of them could be right. He mm -hmm. could be right for saying, this is my job, nigga. If the shit don't go right, I'm going to get fired, nigga. So he's right to do shit his way if that's how he chooses. But KD not wrong for deciding if that's what your decision is. I'm going to make a different decision for myself. Which I think he said Phoenix and Miami. Miami could still be probably a play. That's one team we ain't been talking about. It ain't been talking because we all know Pat Riley on goddamn vacation. He'll be back when he got to be back. That nigga ain't been doing too. We ain't even do too much summertime working. Like I got niggas in summer league. I got draft I had to do, bitch. I'm gone to fucking South of France, nigga. All the rich motherfuckers go. But yeah, Pat gone, man. He'll be back. He might get KD, pick him up, put him with the heat. But other than that, man, that nigga gonna be with the Brooklyn Nets, which I don't mind for him if he don't mind for himself. Because it seemed like they a team that could still win. But he's not a runner for wanting out if he's 33, going on 34 years old, and he's deciding, I literally only got like three years left, two years left for real, like 34, 35, 36. I got like three good years left to where I can have my a full impact on winning a championship. I can't sit back and play with this nigga for two more years. I got four years left on the contract. If I just ride it out like you motherfuckers telling me to do, I'll be fucking th 38 years old when I get out of this <coughs> shit. But, um, especially if that nigga, if the team changed up on him. Yeah. If they decided in the process of doing things, we don't like the way you're doing things, so we're going to start doing it our way. He can decide. I, I don't think nothing wrong with deciding his way out of there. So basically, in the end, it's like just let KD just go, give him what he wants. But they can't do it. Like I didn't say that. I don't think that's true. I think that they should get the best they can get for KD, and if they can't get the best for him, 
he gonna have to wait to January 15th when all of the players become available again. That's another thing that's not being said either. January 15th, he can be traded to the Suns now. So he might. So he might actually do a sit out. KD might. KD not gonna sit out. He might just play until a trade deadline. He might just play up until June 15th. And then after June 15th, they already trade. I don't see KD sitting out. That don't benefit KD who he is. So how can they keep him? What was the best scenario on trying to keep KD? Just sit, have a real grown-up sit down with him. He 34 years, 33 years old. Let him know, bro, you got the best chance for you to win is here. I think you can talk we to the coaches you, and the GM on this one. We can't get you up out of here to no good place. Like, OKC called. The Rockets ain't called because they rebuilding. Like, nigga, the niggas that call, we know you don't want to go there. Do you want to go there, nigga? No, I ain't going to cap. I don't want to slide in that bitch. So, look, what we going to do is we going to play ball. Now, you we, just we, mentioned we, the we Phoenix still, Sun. We still trying to build our team up. So, come out here, play hard. January 15th, everything opens back up for us. All these niggas that just signed new contracts, they become available again. So, so we going to be able to send you somewhere nice, wherever you want to go, because anybody will trade for you. And then after middle of the season... You're going to transition to your new team. We're going to have a good record because you played with us. And we're going to get our new pieces and make it to that play-in. And probably, hopefully, get a good first-round exit. He said, we're going to make it to the play-in. I'm like, just, damn, just the play-in? That's how garbage the team what is. Like, this, team, yeah. this, team, this team, I could just get you to the play-in. But I ain't going to It's kind of funny that I was actually thinking about uh, uh, Damian Litter and his situation over there. Um... The Raptors, right? Portland. Portland. I'm tripping Trailblazers. I'm like, lad, like he I always thought like he was gonna be a player. I'm like, man, somebody's gonna want him, but he 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 already made it be known. I'm trying to I'm I'm gonna do over here. Yeah, cause he more about his legacy and getting paid and holding down his fort where he at. That nigga been there all his life. Oh, he a true one, dog. I gotta even say it, man. I gotta just give it up to him on that and one. And then he, a true he one. from Oakland. So him having all that money on in his private jet. He always like an hour from home. Yeah. He can just hop on a jet, be at the crib. I'm sure he live in Oakland. He can just hop on a jet, go back to Portland. Who want to live in Portland? You can live in Oakland, right? Yeah. And <laughs> I'm sure he out there living his life out there on the West Coast. Like, ain't nowhere on the West for him to get traded but the Lakers. It seems like motherfuckers that live in, it seems like athletes that live in Oakland somehow manage to always stay on the West Coast. And he can't be traded to January 15th because he just signed a two-year $122 million extension. Just eating up all the bread. Just eating up all that bread. That's why I say, man, he a real one. What he doing? Like he kind of like you know made it be known on his Twitter. So that's that's a salute to Damian Lillard. And then I but can't... like with KD situation, it's kind of fucked up because it's like I want to see him at Brooklyn. And I want to see him do something special. They could have did it this year, but you know because of the COVID situation and all that, it, it is what it is. But like right now, I feel like all cylinders can be clicking over there in Brooklyn. I would like to see that. I would like to see KD actually stay. I don't like. I don't. I you know. I haven't really been on the news lately on on that shit because I've been busy and shit. But like the bashing on KD, it's like man, you need to chill the fuck out. Shannon Sharp, but Shannon Sharp, man, Uncle Shay Shay, he that that's something though. I fuck with Shay like on a. I say Shay, that's my sister. I fuck with. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, I, call I fuck Uncle with Shay Shannon Shay. Sharp on a lot of shit. I ain't gonna cap like he a nigga that I listen. I watched undisputed to hear his take on most of the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I need it. I need it's it. no no real like. Oh fuck that nigga He talking about KD I'm just calling him out Like he do everybody else Like mm-hmm. I think it's wrong That he can call them niggas out And that he think KD's a runner I think everything Just need context You wanna say He ran from here He ran from here He ran from here Yeah It's a people that been married 
four times don't mean they bad people yeah it could be something wrong with them but i'm saying like it's, it's a possibility of situations just not being there and some people are willing to move on than sit and suffer i need to watch the whole play i need to watch the whole um part on that one because i want to see skip um defending him skip defending kevin durant right we don't know that much on skills. I'm on skills part I watched that. I watched that episode. That episode did not come to me through TikTok. I was literally watching that when it happened, right? Mm-hmm. Because he had just requested a trade. I literally wanted to hear Shannon Sharp's take, right? Mm-hmm. So that Monday, I came on my fucking TV. I watch it on YouTube. No cap, nigga. If I FS one, wink, wink. Leave me alone. But yeah, I was watching it, and I'm like, okay. Heat spasm. Even while I'm listening to it, I'm 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 not feeling his tape. So I'm like, man, he tripping. Like, why you feel like he a hoe for leaving? I feel like he a hoe for staying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like for real, if the shit ain't right and you scared to say, I'm just want to leave. But playing man. ball, but 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 you mean by playing ball or not through no good, no, but not through negotiation because I don't see no type of scenario in the NBA where a player is gonna like play like a like a like a like a, a lap dog fuck no i'm like no i'm he, he's gonna leave he's gonna either sit out or he's gonna like he's gonna be fucking requesting fucking trades like a motherfucker but he don't have no trade clause i don't see kd playing the role like i see now if they're a small organization being like what you want like pretty much just the whole the, the whole name of the game right here is make kd happy what i do think is this too KD just want to win so bad. He want more chips. Because, but I also don't feel like that's no other place. If that's no other place that they, that, that 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 he can go to, where else than Brooklyn, Miami? You gonna go to Miami? Miami can. I think Miami could do that. Miami and Phoenix, right? Phoenix. If he go to Phoenix, they gonna win over there, and he get to play against Golden State in the well, playoffs. Well, 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 shit, well. Are they even knocking at the door? Are they re- are they hitting the phones? They can't right now. They got to wait to January because they just signed Aiden into a, a new deal. He can't be traded until so the 15th. So he stuck over there for the he stuck over there until like um January 15th. Yeah, pretty much until almost like the beginning of what like All Star. Pretty much that's getting close to All Star. Yeah, but I feel like uh I feel like he I don't know man. I just feel like he gonna get probably traded to Miami somehow. Because Pat Riley them was just too fucking smart not to get this done. Pat Riley is not finna have a nigga like Kevin Durant say, man, I wanna come play for Pat. And Pat not make that shit happen. So I feel like he gonna for sure do like a two or three team trade where he can get these people what they need back and not really have to give them shit. Like Pat Riley and Danny Ainge too cold motherfuckers. Nigga, you gotta holler at the niggas who've been in the game for a while. Like, they been on every part of this shit. You know what I'm saying? So they already know how everything go. So them niggas be the only niggas fucking niggas over. Hmm. Danny Ainge be like, that's the king of fucking niggas over. See, Nick Wright on FS1, first things first, he get used to get mad at, uh, no, it was Max Kellerman. Sorry. They used to say this about Nick, uh, Danny Ainge always just wants too much. He sits there and hold all his cards and da 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 But Danny Ainge always get what he want. Danny Ainge drafted Jason Tatum and fucking Draylon Brown. He drafted, he drafted Al Horford back then when Al Horford was drafted. Like, the whole Celtics team that just made it to the fucking... He drafted Marcus Smart, nigga. So he the whole all guy, of them. All the, the whole team that just made it, nigga, Danny just put that whole squad together. Huh. When Max was talking about 
He's holding on to draft picks. He's not using that. No, he was fucking niggas over. He gave them niggas Jason Tatum and got back. And who the fuck he got back? Like he gave away, he got back Jason Tatum and got back somebody. Though. I mean, gave away somebody that was like not that good, bro. I'm not gonna say they wasn't that good. They they not Jason Tatum though. Whoever he traded for in that draft, he killed their ass. <laughs> I think it was Philadelphia. He fucked over and gave him Markel. Uh, they they trade the number one pick that year. I don't remember. Not with Markel Fultz. Could have been. I think it was Markel Fultz. But uh. Long story short, Dan Age gonna fuck you over if you trade with him. He just got four first rounders for Rudy Gobert. That's why fucking Nets can't get rid of Kevin Durant. But <laughs> now we need eight first rounders and like eight players. We need to hold your whole team, bitch. For KD. Cause you just got this much for Rudy Gobert. But that's Danny Ainge. He gonna squeeze the fuck out you. He like this is what you want. I'm gonna go on vacation in two weeks. So if you don't mean you don't call me in two weeks, I don't know what kind of mind games he played, but he always get his shit done, bro. Mm. Man, shit, how GMs, how, the, how they got to maneuver and the, and the plays they got to do. Yeah. But anyways, the Kevin Durant shit is going to be something that, you know, we got to keep our eye on a little bit. Well, they ain't, ain't going to talk about it much, but... Whatever's going to happen just going to hit us upside the head. Boom. Yeah. Kevin Durant has been traded to the Philadelphia 76ers for... Nah, fuck it. Again? <laughs> nah, he ain't going to have no Sixers. That's a, another Sixers trade? Goddamn. Nah, he going to the motherfucking Heat Watch. Alright, alright man, so anyways, that's about it for the show right there, man We just got to the 30th mark Um, yeah, y'all rocked with us for this long, man Appreciate it for listening, you know what I'm saying? Don't forget to like and subscribe to us And follow us on any listening platform and all that shit And yeah, we are about to, like, you know, be out, man Be easy, we are chilling, relaxing Peace Peace uh.